if you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listeners. It's everything you need for your message to get out there just in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. They were talking about everything they had and they were confused. And Jesus called them fools. <laughs> because the person they are talking about is standing by them. And they are preaching about the same person to Jesus. They are preaching about Jesus to Jesus. And Jesus said, Jesus, don't be a fool. <laughs> I'm not saying it's in the Bible. It's in Luke chapter 24. I'm not the one saying it. So don't be a fool. Why are you slow of heart to believe this thing that the prophet has said? <laughs> From 13 going, you can find that there. So, and you see, they were worried about Jesus being alive or not. But you see, they had the scriptures probably in their heart or in their head. But they were not satisfied until they saw the end of the scripture. They were worried if this Jesus was dead or gone or not. But at the end of the day, they saw him. <laughs> Their eyes were opened to see all these things that they were discussing. The Bible said when Jesus met them, they were downcast. Ah, this poor boy. They said that we thought this man was coming to save the whole of Israel. Now he's dead and gone. But when the two sisters went to the sepulchre, they said that he's not there. He's here as risen. <laughs> So where is he now? They were confused. And Jesus appeared to them. Still explained the scriptures to them. For what has been said in the law of Moses. And what the prophets have written concerning Jesus himself. But their hearts were burning when he was saying those things. Because it's like this man is reminding them of their tragedy. Because they have heard of this prophet, this person called Jesus who was coming. And they thought that he was the one. And another person, another man has appeared to them. And the man is still quoting the same scriptures. Still reminding them of the same things. Their hearts were burning. We thought that was the savior. At the end of the day, the Bible said when their eyes were open and they saw Jesus vanish. Forty-five. He said, and they open their understanding to understand the scriptures. But you see, the reason why—that is not even my point. The reason why Jesus Christ, after he had explained the scriptures to the people he was going to send and commission them to go and preach the gospel, after he was done saying all those things teaching them the nitty-gritties of the law and the gospel and everything 
expounding the scriptures of Moses and what the prophets had said. Isaiah, Ezekiel, what Malak, every point the prophet, what he said. The reason why when he was done, he said that they should wait, they should not go and preach it. I know you, Peter, you have seen me that I'm alive. And you can go and preach that Jesus is alive and he's king. And you, Peter, you saw the miracles I did. And you saw me walk on water. So then, you can go and preach it. But Jesus said, Jesus said, I know Peter, you know all these things. In fact, when you appear to them, he said, put your hands on my side, in my side. Put your hands there. He opened his finger, they put their hands in the hole of his hand. He said, see, I'm not a ghost. A ghost doesn't have flesh and bones. No, I'm, I'm not a spirit. This is me, Jesus. Wait, they should be agreed. They still need the Holy Spirit. And he used a profound word, witnesses. That they should witness. The word witness, the original translation, the Septuagint, means that to share in, to have an experience of what you are seeing. <laughs> so you are not just going to pray that Jesus is a healer. You have, you have shared in his healing grace. So he said, hey, don't, don't go and preach, Peter. And Thomas and the and Co. Tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. And you shall be witnesses. And he also said in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says the same thing. It says the same thing. And if <laughs> look at what Paul wrote, the letter Paul wrote to the Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. He said, you don't need letters of approval again. <laughs> you are the epistles written in our heart. The message translation says that you are the endorsement that we ever needed. <laughs> mm. you, are the, you are the endorsement. And he said, now, whatever we are proclaiming, it is no more something that is written on the tablet of stones with ink. But this one, it is written by God's Spirit and Christ Himself wrote. You can find it there. What I'm quoting is from the message translation. I like, I'm, I'm now falling in love with the message translation. He said, now you people, the things that you are hearing and the things you are seeing about Jesus, you will not start far off to see those things. You will share it. So he says that. Christ himself with it, and not with it, but with God's living spirit. That's the message translation. Not distilled into stone as it was given to Moses. Ha! Mm. That is why he will say in the same chapter that the ministry of Moses was the ministry of death. And as compared to you, Caleb and I, our glory, hey. Moses' glory is not glory at all. Um, I'm not the one saying it. it's in the Bible. Mm. As compared to the glory we have received after the resurrection of Christ, Moses' glory is no glory at all. But the most profound thing I want you to take home tonight is that 
it says that we people we are the epistles read by all men and your lives are the very letter that anyone can read by just looking at you and he said that these things are carved into our lives these letters and we, we publish it our lives publish it so this thing makes it very crucial with your work and your relationship with god that everything that anyone sees in your life that person can it attribute it to god's doing so you have to be careful how you
that is why you, you can never fail. If you carry God's spirit and you are a believer, you can never fail. Because the Holy Ghost, but you see, you need to understand these things or else you will compromise. You need to understand it. You need to have the understanding. <laughs> and you see, it says that it's so serious that when you look at Moses, a veil is put on your face. When you look into the law of Moses, a veil comes on your feet. But nevertheless, if when we shall turn to the Lord, it shall be taken away. Second Corinthians chapter um, 3, verse 15 to 16. And the verse 17 will say, Now the Lord is that spirit. And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That statement means that wherever you revere and honor the Holy Spirit in your life, there will be liberty. Mm, amen. There is a free flow. Yeah. You begin to flow in liberty when you honor the Holy Spirit. You revere Him. Now, the Lord is that Spirit. Wherever the Spirit is made Lord, wherever you honor the Holy Ghost, in your life, you make every decision based on his, his, his own ideas and his own decision, his own will. You begin to have movement. You don't just start that business. You ask him, Lord, are we doing it? He says, No, don't start it. Because wherever the Spirit is Lord, there is liberty. I don't understand some people. They sound as if God is some, some hard-nosed lawyer. And he doesn't want anything to be drafted out in the contract. I don't understand. God is love. So if he's telling you that, Caleb, don't go there. He's telling you that, MFA, don't try that. He has seen 10 years ahead. the end from the beginning and let me tell you this thing if possible write it on a paper and put it on the wall in your bedroom that the only thing God wants for me is the best the only thing God wants for me on earth here is the best Someone asked that. According and asked me that why should believers preach? I said, so that we can enjoy. What kind of question is that? So are we the ones to be crying and be begging for bread? God's children. No. For enjoyment. Let's take that answer for for now. It's for enjoyment. You are supposed to be blessed and prosperous for enjoyment. But you see, let me check this in. As much as we obey the Lord and walk in His stead, He has given us 
the authority to say yes or no to our lives. So, what I'm trying to say is that the promises of God are there. Everything is there. Yes. But it's up to you to walk in it. Yeah. So, it is... <laughs> It's up to you to work in it. It's up to you to work in it. If you don't work in it, no one will force you to work in it. I say this over and over again. If I cannot believe God for healing, and me that I'm making noise in your ears this evening, me change our soul. If I die out of sickness, it doesn't cancel the fact that by his stripes we are healed. It does not. That is why I say, sustain the discipline. Sustain the discipline to work in what you believe in. Listen, there were people who were working by Jesus, they were seeing him. But blind Bartimaeus, he just heard that this man was passing. He screamed at the top of his body. He did the little with what he just heard, just what he heard. He did the, he did much with it. He did not, God did not appear to in the vision like many of us, some of us will say that God appeared to us in the vision, even, even those people that are still faithless. Blind Bartimaeus just heard that this man is passing. He's the son of David, have mercy on me, have mercy. <laughs> they said, I keep quiet. He didn't mind them. Ha! He disciplined himself to receive whatever he has believed in his heart to receive. The Messiah came. He said, I want you want. He said, I just want to see. Just do it quick, quick, and let me go. I said, according to your faith, that's you are made whole. Go. That is why the Bible said, they just shall be my faith. We do not walk with our eyes, not by sight, but we walk by faith. It's, it's a powerful scripture. I will teach on that another time. He said that you do not walk by sight, but by faith. Hmm. Are you serious? <laughs> Your eyes is so useless. It needs faith. <laughs> what do you believe and what are you seeing? What are you seeing? When I last checked, the promises of God are here and amen. Today mm. so I was lying down and I was counting my blessings and naming them one by one. I've seen how God has been good to me. Oh. I was telling my my other sister Martina that <laughs> Martina, I can never tell anybody that Jesus is not alive. I can't. <laughs> what? This, this God has transformed me and keeps transforming me. Yesterday, my covenant brother was telling me that he said, "Now the way you give me God has changed, you know." <laughs> I said, eh, my head was big. He said, the way you even talk as kids. When I met you, that's not how you talk. We 
just talk without thinking. <laughs> he was trying to insult his But now, and it is not my doing, it's by the, the grace of God. God can transform you. And that is the essence of the spirit, and that's what I'm talking about. When God makes a statement with your life, yeah. If in fact if you work in pride, in pride <coughs> you are not wise. <coughs> what did you what do you have that you did not receive? So in, in first Corinthians chapter 3, you said I'm not that we think sufficiency as of ourselves, but <coughs> but our sufficiency is of God. Everything that we are carrying, everything that is coming out of your life should show that it is of God. That is why you must mind how you live. That's what I came to tell you. I will close in the next five minutes. That's what I came to tell you. That God is making a statement in your life. That is why you must tread cautiously. I was talking to one man of God today. We were discussing about something very serious, which I'll be teaching on. I was sharing some things with him. And I find it very profound. He said that we are a body and we are one church, different members. So, which means that color can be the eye, I can be the nose. But it takes wisdom and discipline for you to know your place. So you see, Jesus looked at Peter and told Peter, you are young, by the time is coming, where you'll be bound and they'll take you to where you must be or whatever, whatever, whatever. And the Bible said, and this is speaks signifying the kind of death that you should die, that should glorify God. And you know what came out, came out of Peter's hand when John ran and came there? Peter said that, what about John? Jesus said that, if I wish that this guy tarried till I come, what is that to be? Just follow me. A woman of God, that is going to speak last time about private life and do not compare yourself to people. Listen, God has called you for a specific assignment. Work in your lane, in your purpose. There is so much glory in your calling, in your purpose, and God's will for you. But the reason you are struggling in life because you are not in your place. You are not in your place. There is no way the eye can function like the nose. It's not possible. The eye will struggle. If I place my eyes, if I place my eyes on my waist, I will look like a beast. You must be in your place. Life. So, if God has called you to the youth ministry, don't try to be a preacher like Theophilus. Do the healing and go. Everybody has been called for a specific person. Or else we delay the agenda of God. And we don't even know that we are delaying God. We don't know. 
said um, Peter, what if this man should die until I come put his dad? Just follow me. <laughs> Just follow me. If John should die until I come, what is that to you? Just follow me. Oh, just follow me. Just follow me. Just follow me. It is good that men of God inspire us. Good. But you must know your place. You must know your place. I will try to. I will suffocate. If I try to eat like Dr. George Pedata, I will suffocate. I was telling my brother the other time was like, I will just, I will just go down and die. But that man does it with ease. It just comes like that. Know your place. Hallelujah. Thank God for tonight. But, but don't forget it. You are the epistles written in God's heart. People can tell by just looking at you. Was it that I can't wait? You told the Romans, the Romans chapter one. I can't wait to come to you to impart onto you spiritual gifts mm. that you might be strengthened. And I was studying that scripture, and I found out that the reason why God gives gifts is just to show revelation of Himself to men. So when God puts the prophetic anointing on Caleb, he begins to tell people that he is all-knowing. He knows everything. Uh, and he knows the end from the beginning. When he puts the healing grace on Bridget, he's trying to tell people that I'm a healer. So the, the gift strengthens the church. But you see, we are trying to walk in what God has not called us to. And I will, I will, I will extensively talk on that another time. Probably next month. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for tonight. Amen. We thank God for tonight. You will shout. I pray this simple prayer for you. You will not be cheap copies of others original. Amen. 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 Shall be original. We are one body but different members. And we must If the hand is not functioning, even though the, the hand is just one part of the body, it can affect the whole body. If your head is aching, you can make you bedridden. That is why you must function properly in your place and in your calling. It strengthens the body. The reason someone asked why is that these things are going on in the body? People have just not found their calling. And when you don't understand purpose and the will of God for your life, Grudges and intimidations will never sit. But if you come to understand purpose, you know everybody, not at all. You even be praying that they do well. You even pray that they will excel and they will walk in God's glory. You must know the man of spirit here and the kind of people God has called you to be. They enter the city, Jesus want to permit Jesus to enter. He said, Jesus, we call down fire like Elijah. Jesus said, Jesus then they rebuked them. You don't know the man of spirit here. 